Let's be ready. Hi, Lori. Hello. Um, so, I mean, I've been following your saga on Twitter and in the chat, but I didn't want to look too hard. I wanted you to surprise me with the horrible. Save it. Thing. Save it for the pod. Yeah. In the, in, the, in the words of Lori Kilmartin. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it because it was such a freaking nightmare. So I am in St. Louis, just, just working the helium opening for Maria. I love the headboard of your hotel, by the way. It looks like you're in a nice place. It is a nice place, but it's far from the club. Oh. And they've discontinued the shuttle. And there's a hometown suites right across the street from the club. Yeah. And I wish we were there. Because they have but, a shuttle? Uh, no, because it's right across the street. And it's $25 to uh, take a lift to the club. And um, they're not reimbursed. They're, they'll reimburse you, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm featuring. I'm what? featuring. Is oh okay. Yeah, and uh, Maria uh, recovered. Here's what happened. So it snowed like heck on the Tuesday, Wednesday of this week right. in St. Louis, and right. so schools were closed, airports were shut down, flights were canceled. Maria was flying in the day before, but since I had just gotten home from last week's work, wherever I was, Madison, mm -hmm. I think. Madison. Um, I decided to fly in day of the show, which I, I like flying in day before the show because then you can get a good night's rest. You can yes. chill and mm -hmm. it's all very good. But I end up at home. So I was like, I, I want to fly in on Thursday. So I'm going to fly in on Thursday. But she was going to fly in on Wednesday, all canceled. Wow. And then Thursday night show canceled. Because so of the because of the snow and wow. so she we both blew in on thursday for friday shows and it's saturday now but um so she got there at like 11 11 30 the club sent a car like they do for the headliner and i got there at 12 30 oh, no. you're you're getting feature you're getting feature treatment and it it's, is not uh, it is it is uh it can make you sympathetic right sure and uh, so 12 30 one o'clock in the morning there's no taxis at the st louis airport oh my god no ubers and and lifts i tried both apps uh nobody's working i waited about a half an hour they kept saying we're sorry uber even gave me a five dollar discount for another ride oh, uh, man. that will mythically one day happen and um so it's 12 30 one, and so it's one o'clock in the morning. And so I decide, I look up limo services. And <laughs> party I'm like, buses. Party. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you guys have a whirlpool? <laughs> I'm going seven and a half miles. So let's take and a drive around St. Louis. Uh, this will be a two hour expedition. Is there a blowhole that I can stick my head out of? <laughs> <laughs> God, I, that is a missed opportunity Lauren, Damn it. that i did not do any of that i think um, it's gonna happen again that's my sense <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> so i called I, I found one that was 24 hour and so I, uh they the guy answered and i was like hey what would it cost to get me seven and a half miles and he goes it's a hundred dollars and um so oh my God. 
so I gave him and I gave him all my cash, 120 bucks, because guess what I wanted to be in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And so, sure. it's, you know, now it's 115, 130. It takes him 20 minutes to get to get there. In that 20 minutes, a guy sitting next to me is like, do you need to go to Clayton? And I was like, yeah, he said, well, I got a car coming if you want to share it. And I was like, I got several ways of dying this evening. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, I think I'm, uh, uh, and I was like, maybe, uh, because this guy might, uh, blow me off. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so his, his snatch me, his, he, had a, a gray snatch me van come and get him. And he was like, do you want to come with van? Like yeah, a- just a windowless, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Uh, can I get that guy's card <laughs> just in case this guy doesn't show up? Because he says he's coming. He's uh, I called him and he was like, I'm I'm almost there. So, Wait, so the, the van was just a dude that he doesn't even work for Uber or Lyft. He just drives around. Uh, I don't know how this uh, software uh, salesman who had just gotten <laughs> off the airplane that I had gotten off of yeah. from Phoenix. I don't know how he got him, but I did okay. eventually, I got that guy's number and I was like, if my guy doesn't show up, I'm going to call you back. And he goes, fair enough. And okay. so my guy shows up, Alex, uh, mm-hmm. you saw on the thread, I took a, I snapshotted the name of the company and his name. And I was like, I'm going to bookend this in case I'm murdered. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so i was not murdered i gave him the money he was very nice and um and maria reimbursed me the 120 dollars oh, nice. which here's here is a, a wonderful and interesting fun fact about my career at this point is that the example that i have been given a beautiful mm-hmm. example of generosity mm-hmm. to me to open from from people who have closed the examples that I have are Maria Bamford, Brian Regan, and Kathleen Madigan. Wow. All of whom are very generous. By the way, they are not exceptionally generous. They are just, and they, I mean, it's, Maria is the only one who's ridiculously, like, goes over the proportion of what it ought to be. When right. she's making too much money or what she thinks is so much money, she gives me a, a bump and um, and everyone around her. But with Brian and with Kathleen, the way they tip. So I tipped last weekend, last weekend and the weekend before. So Royal Oak and Madison, I tipped using the Kathleen Madigan school of tipping and, um, or what I learned from her, which is uh, everyone in the staff from scullery maids to footmen, you know, (laughs) from, uh, you know, people doing the dishes to work in the door, Mm -hmm. everyone gets 20 bucks. How much are you making? Well, that's that's not as much as Kathleen Madigan, right? Right. Um, so, um, but what it ends up costing is about $250, $300, right? It's less than $300. Jackie, that's a lot. It is a lot, but it is also not, the club is also covering, uh, at this point in my career, the club is also covering my airfare. Mm-hmm. These, these headline gigs. Right, 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 right. So um, I have hotel and air. Hotel is standard, but air mm-hmm. is is another level up, right? So are you, are you, is this all your merch money? It's essentially, it is a, a, a fair bit of my merch money. Mm. Wow. 
not all of it. I mean, I, some week, some weeks I make like six or seven hundred dollars in merch. Wow. And some weeks I make three hundred, and some weeks uh, I make more than that if I'm if I'm opening for Maria. Wow. Sometimes I'll make a lot of money, but um, but the weird book thing, sales book sales aren't that high, Jackie, and they're heavy. So uh, you need. Uh, I'd have to sell like seven shelves worth of books. Have, have you thought about selling a? Uh, a pin that says, um, what's the name of the, the dad book? Dead People Suck. Dead People Suck. Have you thought about selling a pin that says Dead People Suck? No, I don't believe in pins. Why, why do I want to fill the ocean floor with pins? Uh, because they're lighter. That's true. You've asked um, about pins. Otherwise, I would not have brought them up. Yeah, it just occurred to me that it was, that was a good, that's a good pin idea. Another one is uh, another shitty mom, you know, or, or just one of your jokes, which is, you know, a joke that, that, you know. I know, I know, I know how, I know how merch works, Uh, but yeah. (laughs) It's true. You do know how merch, you don't actually need all of this. It does feel like extra money, but yeah. uh, Well, and I um, haven't even sold merch since Omicron started. Well, and the and the and the thing is, is with this, with with the two hundred bucks that it costs, because usually there's ten people who work there, right? So it's two hundred. Yeah, they're not all there at the end of the week. Like, how do you know that you get? I it? I tip out on Saturday. I tip out on Saturday. Whoever's Every there, here on Saturday gets twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's so it's it's two hundred it's two hundred dollars and and it is. It can be, especially during the pandemic, such a thankless job. Yeah. Working, work, you know, work at a comedy club. So, um, but I was telling Maria that I was like, it feels like a lot of money. And she said, I know, don't you want to give Cam? Don't you wish that there was a nice camera going, look what I'm giving you. (laughs) Is there a parade or a statue? And she's like, I love a give Cam, the idea. And I was like, yeah there is no give can is there she's like no you just got to do it or not do it and 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 deal with the fact that you're either doing it or not doing it but i love that my example is a generous person right Mm -hmm. and people who make good money and i don't know i mean i i i am pragmatic and um and not a huge i'm not crystal clutcher i'm a hippie skippy right i got it so what you give you get back right yeah. So I think my generosity will not be, it's fine. I live indoors. I make enough money to live. You know, mm-hmm. I also don't have a kid who wants to go to college. So uh, well, I don't know fine. if he wants to go to college, Jack. You <laughs> <laughs> might want to go to art school. <laughs> so um, Maria was cool. telling me that outsider art is very popular right now, you know, because her husband is a, is a fine artist. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he actually, he has a new, uh, he has a new, where they show, what's it called? Uh, gallery? Yeah, well, yeah, a gallery's showing his work. Can you hear this oh. uh, hotel coffee maker? Uh, yes, yes, I can. But, okay, uh, well, that's the hotel coffee maker. I, I'm not gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed my nose is stuffed up, by the way. So I, um, what could it be? Hmm. You're in... Let's see, you're in Missouri with a- It's 25 degrees. 300% COVID positivity rate. I wonder why you're- (laughs) Why my nose is stuffed up? I think it's uh, just the travel crowd. Yeah, yes. uh, Wearing a mask uh, 
for, you know, six or seven hours or nine hours or 12 hours really fucks with your throat and nose. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm trying to figure out they were a little tight for a show last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And so um, they were super nice. And they said afterwards that they had a really good time. But, um, yeah. oh, Maria had some woman very drunk in the audience for a show who about 35 minutes into her set yelled, talk about your mom. Oh, shit. Wow. And Maria stopped the show and she was like, I, uh, I actually do have some material about my mom. Are you, did you come here to hear that? And the woman's like, yeah. Oh my God. And Maria's like, well, it's going to happen. Can you wait? <laughs> <laughs> and the woman, there's like this long silence. And Maria goes, I mean, it's cool if you can't. I mean, you you may have to come another time because it's. I have this other material I gotta, I'm working on. <laughs> oh my God. That's, and, uh, and the woman agreed to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, audience member, for agreeing to wait. And Maria could not have been nicer to this person. And she was just like, and then she went back into her, her material. And then I'm already licking my chops at the idea of that happening. <laughs> you are rocking back and forth in an autistic <laughs> frenzy. Please. Uh, you, know, you would have you would have completely eviscerated the woman <laughs> and then posted the clip. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, but Maria was, she felt bad for the woman and she, uh, you know, I was like, well, you handled it as good as you could. And then second show was super light mm-hmm. just because, um, but first show was sold out or full, I think, if not completely sold out because, you know, Missouri is like all Midwestern states. Once the weather is terrible, people are like, get in the car. We're going out. We're going to risk our lives. Yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> so. yeah, like what I found out in uh, on my Friday shows in Acme at Acme during the snowstorm, they won't come out. But mm. afterwards, that's when they come out because we right, have right. Really light Friday shows. And I was like, oh, he's never going to have me back. But then the Saturday. <laughs> the, yeah, and the thing is, is, is I think I mean the best club owners know that you don't, you cannot control the weather. Mm-hmm. yeah and um and lewis is one of the best so yep yep i am uh so second show got two more shows tonight mm-hmm. um marie and i marie helped me write some some good jokes about my dog mm-hmm. i have a dog you guys mm-hmm. and uh gordy gordy still have a dog still fun to say i have a dog yeah um yep well, yeah, I have a, I have a kid. It's still fun to say I have a kid. Still fun to say you have a kid. Mm-hmm. How's it going out there? How's it uh, going uh, in Los Angeles? Oh, it's good. I had, uh, I had a couple nights off, and then I had sets uh, last night and the night before that were fun. I felt like I was low energy last night unexpectedly, in the end, uh, I couldn't flip my flip my energy in the middle of my set. <laughs> <laughs> right that would have been spooky it would have been real spooky um and uh i got one tonight at flappers and okay uh, and then on monday i'm having a colonoscopy so congratulations is that shitty day i mean <laughs> it's the day where you can't eat anything you got to drink these you have to like, Clay you don't have that you don't have to do that drink that orange stuff anymore it's like okay. these tablets and oh. uh, they give you, you know, horrific diarrhea. And then, right. um, so tomorrow's just going to be a hell day. 
Right. Uh, well, I'm glad we're taping it today. Taping the, taping the I show. Mean, today. I would be enraged tomorrow. <laughs> I can't eat apples. You know, like you, right. there's, it's, and you can't uh, eat anything. Is that true all day? Well, today I can, but it, it like, it can only be like, uh, you know, white rice or pasta or uh, it, all I know is it can't be apples. And um, I've never wanted an apples? apple more in my life. No nuts, <laughs> no peanut butter, you know? Right. What uh, are, am I supposed to be getting another colon? How, how often are you supposed to get a colonoscopy? You're supposed to get them every 10 years, but I had, I had some uh, activity. Yeah. Oh, you had a thing <laughs> in my colon. So they just want to, they wanted to see me sooner to make sure, you know, there was right. I got a text message from Kaiser telling them that I need to go get the big peak and scrape. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, all right, all right. Feel free to have an appointment sometime that isn't. So, so I'm in, I'm in Portland this week. I, I, I come home right. and then I leave again on Thursday. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And and this this club, the St. Louis Helium, Erica Rhodes is just doing Valentine's Night, which oh, I think is nice. Sunday this year. I have no work on Valentine's Day. Does this mean I'm not even a female comic anymore? <laughs> it maybe maybe you become non-binary. Maybe you're available to work other bigger clubs, different holidays. Yeah, different. Well, <laughs> maybe just a regular week. I guess I'm not uh, a a romantic comedian though. <laughs> you know i i do know that uh, as a fact <laughs> but i don't know that club clubs think of it i would not be surprised if you were uh if you were offered a a, a valentine's kind of thing uh i would because it's Ventura? like in three days i know well it's it's next weekend right it's a week from sunday maybe it's like a tuesday or something a monday or a tuesday is it yeah Oh, it's yeah. a Monday. It's yeah. a week from today. It's a week from the day this comes out. Right, right, right. Um, interesting. And what about, um, yeah, I don't know where they'd, maybe Randy Lewis. He's not in comedy anymore. Did he sell the venture? Actually, you don't have to, I'm, not, I'm just pointing it out. I don't want you to list bookers that aren't booking me while you sit there like a cocky asshole in your hotel with a headboard behind you and a travel story. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would easily give up this fucking travel and story. Your, to you. your big oh my God. stories. Yeah, I don't need it. Thank you. Uh, well, then you fill this hour. How well, I have no week, that? no work this month. Um, yeah. I, I'm okay. just trying. <laughs> You're trying to what? You're trying to what? I'm trying what? to fill the hour. Trying to fill the hour, fucker. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't, why don't you get off my areola, as uh, Janelle Monet would say? Oh, there you go. Um, so, uh, so I've I've been working on a, a pilot with somebody. That's right. Coming Which along. Is fancy, is we it? Rest- what? Great. We rented a, a re, we uh, we got a little office space above a store in Burbank, and um, that made me think. Well, maybe I need an office to write that finishes novel, right? And so, uh, not this space because the space we're in is very casual. But we're both we're since we're working off of each other, we keep pushing each other to you know do work. But it's definitely if I was just there by myself, 
say after we finished working on this, I would just, I could easily tweet there. You know what I mean? I need a place that looks like a prison. Um, So I started looking at like co-sharing or co-working spaces. There's lots of little places all over, you know, especially Los Angeles where people pop in for, you can rent something for like, you know, a couple months or whatever you want to do. So I, I went to this place that's not too far from here. And, um, they, uh, like the woman was showing me like really nice conference built, you know, and there's windows and I'm like, I need something. Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need a closet with the cinder block. Literally it's a former closet. It is smaller than my bathroom and it's, does it's, that make it cheaper too? Oh, it's way cheaper. Yeah. It's still, it's still expensive in that. It's like, uh, I'm going to commit to this till the end of May. I have some road work in that time that, that would like some, you know, four or five day week things, but for the most part, most of my road work is Friday, Saturday stuff. And, uh, so if I can, you know, I, I think I could finish it in three, in three months from March, April, May, you know? Okay. And, uh, so I'm kind of excited. That's all. Um, uh, it, it's yeah. like, it's got a whiteboard and a desk. You love a, a whiteboard. Chair, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And it has internet or no? Oh, it has internet. Yeah. There's okay. like, and there's like, you know, there's a coffee area and there's like, it's like a kind of, you know, how you would set up a dorm or something like that. And it, there's other people from other shows and there's an accountant. There's like all these, you know, different kind of weird, different kinds of people that need a room for a little while, you know? I have to say that I would like a give cam for not uh, busting your chops about spending money on an office, uh, and I, having a novel to read, to write, and to have a script to write. Because you just bitched at me that I don't have a handboard, and uh, so I'm like a small parade. Yeah, that's so this right. Entire time I've been talking, you've just oh, yeah. been angry been that you weren't interrupting white, me. Just white knuckling it, just going, <laughs> "Don't say anything." Just let me celebrate it. <laughs> uh no that actually sounds really cool so um yeah yeah because it'll get you out of the house and it's a, a like i a, need to get out of the house i need right, to get some destination yeah i get in my car and it because and it'd be, be a different like a place where i come here uh there's nothing to look at i don't fuck around and i i either you know write a thousand words or you know something like that every single day mm-hmm. or maybe more i don't know i hope Right. You, yeah. You just get something. I mean, it's worth a try. It is worth a try. <laughs> yeah. Because I have, what if it uh, works? Otherwise, pardon? Like, what if it works? How great would that be if it just fucking worked? Oh, yeah. And, and you just start cranking out some, some, at least a draft, right? Yeah. You're doing mm-hmm. draft, 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 draft. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of, the, one of the waiters last night said that he is a slam poet and he started working at the comedy club and he's like, I thought I started thinking I do spoken word. I could, it's I could do stand up, but I was like, "Well, you're halfway there. You just need punchlines, buddy." And um, I mean, who am I to say that he that uh, he's like? Do you need punchlines? Have you been? Have you been out, Jackie? Watching? Have I been out? Comedy. It's I have. Yeah, I, the weird thing about doing 25s in front of Maria is that, um, and having having brought like the entire contents of my garage with me, mm-hmm. because I was so ambitious because Maria doesn't sell any merch. And I was like, 
oh, I can get rid of a bunch of this merch. I want to, um, because I'm going to discontinue the Meat Shield t-shirts and pins mm-hmm. because it's been five years and I've donated 11 grand. And so if I can, you know, essentially finish off what's left in the in the bins, because mm-hmm. I have, I've always kept, you know, enough reserve money to order the next batch. Yeah. But if I sell off this stuff, I can donate um, whatever this money, the selling money, and then the reserve, mm-hmm. and then sort of be done with it and think about the next thing, you know, if I Are want to you do another charity. Don't, donating know. to uh, an IRA account for you in your old age? I have, uh, uh, Darla has, uh, yeah. There's, she's in charge. She's in charge and she's like, uh, what do you, do you have any money that you can throw? at your retirement um a bunch of people are retiring uh i was just you know i was just talking to people and they're like well i have this saved i have that saved and comedians? I was like, not you? comedians oh no not comedians just regular folk mm-hmm. people with jobs mm-hmm. who are they uh, retiring to start comedy uh, <laughs> uh no it's slam poetry so they decided <laughs> they're gonna get into some slam poetry um I don't know what they're doing, but uh, I know that they are, that it's, that it's got, and, you know, Andy and I talking, they're like, Andy was like, I can't retire now. I'm just sort of getting a handle on this. Right, right, right. And uh, I was like, fair enough, man, me too. This is what I feel like, like the industry, okay, like the comedy industry, they seem, they, they pick some comics. Like this is what it seems like to me in their late twenties and early thirties. And they're like, we're all in on this person, no matter what, no matter how bad they get, no matter, no matter what we are, we will keep money and TV shows at this person. We're investing in them early in the hopes that they become huge. Right. Right. And they don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be wrong. They get into drugs and alcohol and They'll and just re- they'll children. figure out a way to yes. prop them up. Right. Yeah, so they, yeah. they keep going in. And then if they didn't invest in you early, they have no interest, you know? And so I feel like, like it, you get to be our age and they're like, well, we, if we were going to invest in you, we would have done it <laughs> years ago. And now we can't make any money off you because you're almost dead. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I don't know if that's yes. actually it, but, uh, but it definitely has that vibe to it. And I do think you're right that when they invest in somebody early on, mm-hmm. they don't want to admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if, you know, um, even if someone is a giant mess or has gone off the deep end a little bit, I mean, there's, I mean. Or they're just not that good. Or they're just not that good. But um, but they like Tim Allen, let's talk about Tim Allen, who, I heard the, it, he, it was huge, that sitcom yeah. that he was in, right? So they've given him another sitcom, even though he's he's sort of, you know, drank some Kool-Aid here and and he's kind of lost his mind sociopolitically, right? Well, and he's 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 he wouldn't be an example I'm thinking of, but I guess I know what you're saying. I mean, he he just I, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's younger versions. Create the comedy industry that decided to start picking off like 28 year olds. You know what I mean at Montreal. Right. Well, I mean, look at Mitch Hedberg, right? So Mitch Hedberg, they they invested in, and then he started I, why doing are heroin. All your examples. Dudes. <laughs> well, dudes that are dead or emotionally dead. 
<laughs> well, because well, you can't use real ones because uh, well, no, I, I TJ Miller, right? Okay, yeah. So TJ Miller is, you know, he got to be in Deadpool, he got to be in other like weird, wacky movies and stuff. Yeah. But the guy is essentially, and he's, you know, his standup is for me, it was always hit and miss, but it was always, I remember being in the room and it is mesmerizing just because he's so bucked up. You don't know what's going to happen. And right. usually that makes me leave the room right? because I uh, don't enjoy snuff films. And so <laughs> um, I, but, uh, but he has literally like, because of his drug and alcohol use, he is a mess. And then the way he responds, like that thing he did where he, where he called the, the FBI on the, on the train. Oh yeah. Called in a fake a bomb. He called, it, right? called in a fake. And then it came out and I don't know if this is true, but it came out right. that he was hitting on the girl on the train, some woman okay. on her train and she said no. And so that's what he called it a bomb threat on her that she wow. was a terrorist. Oh, really? That was, that was the scuttlebutt. And, uh, is, and I was like, that's, that's very, that that's beyond asshole. That's like mentally off. Right, right. Well, talk about going and finding a meeting. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> like, Trying to get some help, brother. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, and, and they do double down on that guy. I think he got fired from the Deadpool series. Yeah, I think he got uh, canned from a lot of stuff. He got canned from some of the TV stuff, but it's, but his stand-up career is doing fine. He's, he wanders yeah. the earth you know, doing stand-up uh, and being super drunk and high and not, by the way, tipping out. Because uh, uh, it was, there was some scuttlebutt at the club. They were like, he didn't even tip the guys that sold his merch for him. Damn. Wow. And that is dumb. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. I would like to take a stand and say that, dude, you have at least 20 bucks a night for the person who's raking in your cash. <laughs> so, right, right. Sometimes I wanna... in dead people books, Jackie. Um, huh? <laughs> I always make them buy the merch for for retail. Okay, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then I tip them out. <laughs> yeah. Which is what the cost of the merch is. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. Okay, I still want to complain about what I was talking about. I don't. I wasn't satisfied with your examples, so I will. I have more to say. But yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Guys, are you getting back into your work routine but not loving your old work clothes? Time to upgrade to Beta Brand. Beta Brand's ultra-comfortable dress yoga pant pants means your routine can include clothes with professional style and comfort that you actually look forward to wearing. I wore mine last night. I wore Did my you? black. Uh, yeah, they're so comfortable. 
they uh they on stage uh, yeah oh awesome yeah it was the weekend so i wore my black pants um they're designed with fit and flexibility of the yoga pants but they look like polished dress pants they're soft comfy no one asked me if those were comfortable (laughs) they're like whoa those look uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) they had no idea how cozy i felt they're perfect Super stretchy and they stay wrinkle free. Choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles like boot cut, joggers, cropped, skinny, and more. And they have fun, limited time prints, but they sell out fast. So don't wait. Um, and so if you think this sounds good to you, here's more to get excited about pockets, machine wash, <laughs> yoga denim. Yoga denim. I know Jackie loves those. I have those. I have those. They're very nice. They're, uh, yeah, they're they're great. Um, so right now get 30% off your beta brand order. When you go to betabrand.com slash Jackie Laurie, that's beta B E T a brand. I think you can spell brand.com Vinny, like Vinny brand, the owner of the stress factory (laughs) (laughs) for 30% off your order for a limited time. Make sure to use our special URL because that supports our show. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. I have two and I'm looking at a third. It's, it's uh, I have I have three, and what the best thing about them for me is that, you know, like there's always that talk about the the simple black dress that can squash into your. They yeah. have simple black jeans that can yes. pants <laughs> that nobody you don't have to iron them. You just wear them. They shake out. They're wrinkle free. They genuinely are, and they then can't. you just wear them. They come out of the dryer ironed. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I don't drive on. I don't drive on. But that's me. okay. Um, anyway, go to betabrand.com slash Jackie Lurie today for 30% off. And let's do the um, comic of the week. Yes. You work with her in the attic, right? Yes. Comic, comic of the week is Ellie uh, Hino, E-L-L-I-E-H-I-N-O. And uh, I worked with her in the attic. She's from Minneapolis, I guess. But oh, I worked cool. with her in Indiana at the, uh, in Bloomington. Very funny. Uh, a mom, a wife, and uh, very cranky about it all. <laughs> so some of your favorite, <laughs> some of your favorite, favorite types of people. <laughs> people caught in lives they are that have caused them despair. <laughs> they fell into it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Okay. So I was going to talk about uh, some of my new merch, my new uh, material. But what do you, what what other examples do you have? Oh, I'm not going to say them because they're out there in the world and they're, uh, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's frustrating if you weren't picked, which we weren't many years ago, you and I, I I would say, you know, we weren't the golden children of our class. Right. Right. And, uh, and it's, and I feel like some of them quit comedy and Mm -hmm. I, and I want to go, well, wow, you looks like you guys made a bad bet because (laughs) That one's like not even doing stand-up anymore, you know? So there should be a slot. There should be a spot for me. What about now? Yes. And, um, and now they're like, nah, it's just too much. Sorry, you're too old. I'll, <laughs> I, you'll have to work till you're 80 for me to make the money I want to make off you. Yeah, I will work till I'm 80. Right. So who's, yeah, who's let's not working? Who's not working till they're 80? I have no family. idea. It's uh, the the nature of the, the nature of the industry is uh, you need the attention until you die. So we work until we die. You know, right? it, that reminds me of. Yeah. And then I got my agent, my writing agents, my uh, lit agent dropped me after I had a baby 
And then after that, I wrote two books and I worked on a late night show for 10 years. Right. So they they talk about missing out on the cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I got to keep a little extra 10 percent. That was nice. So what am I saying? saying? That that if had I had that person during my counting years, maybe I wouldn't be like just sort of floating right now. I have no idea. I'm just saying it's it's annoying to see it happen. And I know it's still, I know there's comics that are in their thirties now watching it happen to other people going, it's not happening to me. Right. At some point you realize, Oh, I'm not one of the golden children of my comedy class. Yes. And it's, (laughs) that is true. It's It's uh, But it doesn't matter. If you're working and writing and doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, but uh, dum-dums in the industry are like, "Uh, no, I'm sorry. We, we picked a version of you that's thinner or we picked a version of you that's sexier or whatever. You know right. What I mean? Those two people who were the golden child of my, oh. of my comedy class. Okay. Either. I mean, they're both working, but yeah. one's working behind the scenes and one's working in weird, uh, you know, not mainstream. Right. And, but both making a living and both doing yeah. fine. I mean, I had somebody was talking to me about um, about wanting to do. They were they were relatively they, they were working right. They're right. they're they're where I was probably four years ago, which is they were low end headliner money, working grinding it out forty weeks a year, and right. um, and they wanted. They were lamenting not being famous or they wanted to get writing jobs and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you got to put your attention on getting those writing jobs. And do you still want to do stand up? And they're like, well, yeah, I still want to do my 40 weeks a year. And I was like, okay, you may not get to do all of this person. I understand this person. I don't know who it is, but I get this person. You I can't remember who it was. And, um, but I am curious, would you put in the chat, write it down, um, who isn't talented and is and seems to be the uh, mm-hmm. getting all the stuff? Oh, no, no, it's, I'm not even saying, <laughs> sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want morning no. tea. <laughs> no, it's it's people we've complained about before where you're like, everything? <laughs> Oh, they get to do everything. Yeah. You are on every fucking show, you know? And, yeah. and again, good for you. It's, it's more like it, I would, you know, every comic you're, you're going to take every opportunity you can. I mean, it totally makes sense. So I'm not against comics taking all of the opportunities. If someone's offering them, I get it. I would. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's the frustration at the industry more than anything else. Oh, then, then so, the comics. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's true. But there's, um, but what I, what I have to remind myself is that I'm not, I didn't get into it for the money because what a terrible idea that would have been. What a terrible plan. It was a terrible idea. What was I thinking? (laughs) So I got into it because I wanted to do stand-up and then um, it turns out I fell into a vat of Joker-like heroin. So uh, (laughs) when we got into it, features were getting air, hotel, and $700. So yeah, anywhere near the morning, but not anywhere near me. Whatever anybody's need in San Francisco was the, I wasn't anywhere near this improv feature. That wasn't anywhere near 
MCs get an air hotel and twelve hundred a week. That's uh, that's I've had any number of dinosaurs tell me that story, and I was like, I'm not a dinosaur. I'm your friend wearing a hat right now. (laughs) You are my friend wearing a hat. But I've had any number of people tell me that I was there. It wasn't happening in it was, Minneapolis. It, it wasn't was. happening in Milwaukee. It wasn't it was happening, happening out of San Francisco. It was happening. The improvs, the whole chain not, was, was paying a hotel and, that, or, or condo and air and like seven fifty for features. Yeah. And isolated, but that's, Early but that, was, that was, but that was in, but that was in um, sort of larger venues. I, that wasn't how the that wasn't, wasn't how, how the every was club working. worked. No, Spellbinders wasn't. It wasn't how a comedy uh, house theater, like the lesser change. I'm saying, I'm saying it was dangled in front of us. Right, we there were, were 20 clubs in the country that were doing that. And and if you could work those 20 clubs, that was 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. Twice a year, at least. Um, yeah, not anybody I knew, but yeah, but if but you were in San Francisco, which is a much different uh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple people I think I knew, Ed, Ed, Ed Marcus, but there still uh, wasn't any. But you still shouldn't. I mean, the the people who I knew were doing it for the money. Yeah. Quit doing it. Oh yeah, I don't. No one does it for the money, right? right. I was sort of kidding because no, no, I know, I know that angle that what there was like this, like if you reach this certain level, you could make this much and that much, that much money, like with that, no that, expenses in 92, 93, that was a fucking lot. That yeah, was they, that was that was your rent in 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 uh in San Francisco, 750, 800, you know. Right. I mean that I'm sure that that was very uh that was a huge draw to you to uh to try to get the time no, but uh, nobody ever it's uh but nobody ever dangled that in front of me mm-hmm. We've, we had different experiences even though um we never met i mean <laughs> we never met until you did the dork forest it was like we had met like weeks earlier oh right yeah wow. in like 2012 <laughs> i think right yeah uh, I think the improv. Well, I mean, we we met like in passing at Tough Crowd, you said. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was super in passing. By the way, a woman, very nice young woman um, who listens, to, I think, to this podcast in the dork for us, uh, was uh, very irritated with me that I did not remember her. I met her five years ago at the St. Louis Helium. Right. And um, she said I did her podcast and I was like, Oh we're, no, we're I mean, have to she do... has a point. She has a point. Oh, everyone has a point. I have a brain like a sieve. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, you, you're just going to be happy. I was like, it's just nice to meet you again. How about that? <laughs> and then we took a picture and I said, here's the good news. You can show that to me in five years when I'm back oh and God. say, how can you not remember me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are correct. She's like, we talk <laughs> all the time on Twitter. And I was like, I talk to everybody on Twitter. I am so sorry. And um, so well, what can you do? It uh, I guess keep plugging is all I literally all I do is keep plugging. Can I say also it's hard to recognize people when I'm wearing a mask because something about it, because it's limiting part of my part of my vision, even though it's beneath my eyes. But it's like it's taking away part of your peripheral vision and that fucks with your head. 
Yeah. Like I have a hard time recognizing people. They aren't masked, but I have a mask because I'm part. A part of me is like, what's beneath me? This <laughs> <laughs> whiteness, right? <laughs> and uh, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit that way. It's weird. Yeah, I um, I uh, I don't recognize anyone, and so I can people, barely recognize people I've I've known for years. Um, some guy, more- a comic, walked by me on the plane, and he was like, "Hey, Jackie." And I was oh, like, shit. that is a comic. Oh, no. <laughs> you know how you can always tell somebody's a comic just from their body? There's the way they sort of hold themselves. And, yeah. you know, you walk into a club and you're like, oh, those two guys are comics. Oh, yeah. staff. So, uh, yeah. so. Somebody, I was at uh, uh, Danny Carter's room in, I think, Manhattan Beach. It's, uh, I forget what it's called. It's a, like a, it's a one-nighter in a bar. And, okay. Uh, there's a woman just standing with a comics. And I just assume I'm always like a comic of the week. Like anytime it's a <laughs> woman, like, oh, your name to the list. And she, and I'm like, are you comic? And she's like, no, <laughs> don't be that insulted. Uh, standing where we stand. And uh, yeah. Right. 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 It's uh, too funny. I, uh, um, I'm out of things. You're out of things to talk about? To some. To some. Um, 19 minutes left. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. That is quite some time. Um, well, let's see. You have new material. What You were going to talk about that without doing it. Right, right. Uh, run, without running it by you. So, um, By the way, you snuck a joke in last week that you admitted after the podcast. Sure. It's, uh, well... <laughs> the big head shake like, nope. <laughs> the head shake of disapproval exactly um yeah that's because you're better at riffing than i am uh so <laughs> if i see a, a point and purpose to so so I'm, I'm i'm on twitter i'm talking to people it's getting slightly heated uh on yeah. facebook or twitter or something like that yeah and i said something that was essentially just shocking right yeah to um because i posted something there's a new law in new hampshire that um is all about that forces women to have a baby if somebody comes forward and claims to be the father fuck did that get passed or is it still yeah. Yeah, I believe it got passed. So if a guy claims to be the father, he has the right to tell the woman who's pregnant that she has to bear the child. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, it worked into the bill is that he has to pay all prenatal. Who, um, but who cares? But it's he, not and, that and, much and, of health insurance. Right. And then he has to, um, and then when that baby is born, you would then have to take him to court to pay child support. Yeah, sounds point, like a great way to spend your life. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so I was like, um, these people don't care about the children, right? I mean, it's uh, obviously, and so some very clever, uh, you know, Nazi fuck um, was like, prenatal stops when the baby is born, dummy. And uh, so he retweeted it. And so I got a bunch of these, you know, anti-choice Gummy oh. birds going, hey dummy, prenatal steps to definition of prenatal, definition of prenatal. Oh and my I was like, god. So I ended up um blocking 
almost all of them and responding right. to a couple of people with, because one guy was, uh, I went back and I looked at their feed and, and it was all about, you know, making women, making women, uh, you know, essentially regulating the holes in a woman's body. Mm-hmm. And uh, it used to be, and the, 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 the premise is essentially, we've come a long way, right? Um, mm-hmm. Women, it used to be that the entire sausage skin that is a woman with all of her orifices were completely, they were owned by your dad, by your brother or by your husband. Mm-hmm. And they had complete autonomy over what went into those holes and what came out of those holes. Mm-hmm. And we have since passed legislation that says that we have some leg- we have some say about what goes in. Like we're allowed to control the shit that comes out. That's it. We we're we, no, no, we, we are, poop. <laughs> no they no they didn't even control no things that come out we don't have any right over right like once uh supposedly we can we could say you can't rape me you have to prove it you have to go through hoops you have to be called a whore anyway and that you made a bad decision but uh but ostensibly the law says that we get to say you can't just put things in my body you can't just jam your dick into my ear and you're into my into mm-hmm. my pussy or into yeah, yeah, yeah. my whatever Mm-hmm. And wow, pussy out loud. Anyway, so um, exactly. it's not a word I say a lot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And but currently, the law says that um, they can control what comes out of our body. Like once there is a fetus growing inside of us, we have to give birth. So mm-hmm. that's the law currently mm-hmm. in several states. Mm-hmm. Federal law says that we don't have to, but uh, the state law says. And so the premise is essentially about the holes in our bodies yeah, uh, the material the you're working on the, yes. yeah the bit i'm working on yeah. which is so which uh real clock eater here because it took me a minute and a half to describe it yeah jackie uh, i'm, I'm uh, yes. can't wait for the can't wait for the nine minute bit to come out that doesn't I, have any punchlines i have a law degree now thank you for exactly <laughs> hey you should thank me <laughs> i just did second break hey kid your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) Doctor Who. Yeah. And then the other one was about um, how I'm not my dog's parent. And Maria helped me out with that a lot, actually. That's cool. That was a good one. I put up Uh, a, I I was at Flappers last week mm -hmm. in the Who, in the Yoo-Hoo. And uh, and so I had a little bit of crowd work as a guy was spilling out his comment cards during my dead mom. (laughs) (laughs) I went on the attack uh, and uh, I posted it and it has like almost, I posted it on three on Facebook, like six people saw it, right? And Instagram and Mm -hmm. did okay on Instagram and Twitter. I posted it directly on Twitter instead of it in a link off the site to my YouTube channel, uh, which seven people look look at. And uh, it got, I think, 
almost 300,000 views right now. No, no, I thought it was 257,000 last time I looked at it. No. Yeah, Are yeah. Serious? That's what I thought it. I that's what I thought it had. It was I great. Mean, Are you gonna check? <laughs> that's so you're like, I have to go look. Of it is something. I, am. I had 70,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. See, I haven't uh dealt with TikTok. I haven't done hold on, let me check and see. Uh Tiff Stevenson explained how to do TikTok for to me. Uh, oh, okay. Nine months ago or a year ago. And uh she's like, here's the hashtags to use post try to post every day try to do a stand-up clip and it and it uh so is she seeing an uptick in her people coming to see her and all that kind of stuff tiff stevenson i don't know i think it but she's got a lot of followers on tiktok i don't know how many but um but she was just good at it and i really like that thing that she does on tiktok and she does it on instagram too which is women writing like men oh yeah 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 it's how men write women but she writes she is a woman writes men as men write women so she's constantly talking about bouncing testicles and (laughs) listening lips and plump hair it's it's great and that's see (laughs) that to me like that's i don't want to just post stand like stand up clip i don't know to me if you can find something that that will really work well on TikTok and you enjoy it and it's funny, that is like gold because you'll enjoy it. It won't feel like the 10th, you know, social media app you're uploading a clip to. You know what I mean? Um that yeah, I would except love- for I I just I spent 30, 31 days until I ran out of clips. And they were all old clips, right? They were it was yeah. NPR, it was Conan's, it was um Horcrux, a pile of Horcrux clips. And what it did is it drove people <clears throat> to my TikTok and it drove people to my live Zoom shows. Did uh, did you feel like <clears throat> it, people uh, bought more merch or anything like that? Or they, uh, Yeah, they came and saw the shows. The Zoom shows. The Zoom shows. How, and people how are they finding me out on TikTok. <clears throat> because I would, I would also do live TikToks. Oh. Yeah. So once you hit a certain number of TikTok followers, you're allowed to do live. Oh, okay. You're also allowed to monetize. I don't know how to do that. And um, I'm sure someone could explain it to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Please don't. Please don't right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed. Right, right. I've got a, uh, yeah. So, um, and oh, the, the other thing is the Dork Forest. Uh-huh. I'm recording them. I'm forgetting to upload them. So Tuesday showed up last week and I was like, oh shit. I forgot because Darla did um, cooking. She did uh, different recipes of ways, like she makes homemade chicken nuggets for the kids and it's super easy and they really like it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she, so it was, it was, um, it was a great episode actually of the Dork Forest. And then this week it's my brother, Phil, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's talking about fly fishing. And then I've yet to record, but I, but I forgot to upload it. Like I, I got home on Monday and I just went to bed yeah, <laughs> and the dork forest comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot. So Tuesday day I uploaded it. So, well, you know what people have to understand. You're they do. They do. No, nobody busts my chop about it over at the dork forest because they're all nerds and they get me. All right. About 193,000 views right now. Oh, so a little bit less than 200 grand, that. but the, I thought it was 250. Something. Mm-hmm. What was yours? That was, because it was uh, huge. I but like I your crowd work clips. Yeah, they're fun. And uh, I don't give away any material. And uh, and then I got to argue with people in the comments. Of course, you know, I love that. 
you know, when they tell me it's how it's not funny. Right. I can't leave them alone. If someone compliments me. I'm like, ugh. but if someone tells me it's not funny, I'm like, oh, really? Well, I, you know what? Comedy is subjective. And I guess, I guess I'm not for you. Please don't come see a live show. Like I won't let them have the last word. It's really childish. That's so sunny. Um, everyone's taking, uh, all the biggies are taking their stuff off of Spotify because of Rogan, but then if people def are defending Rogan are like, oh, it's censorship. It's not censorship. It's no. just a choice. Someone's making, yeah. they don't want to be on the same uh, platform that's paying Rogan a hundred million dollars and us fucking nothing for content they make money off of. I mean, not me. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are canceling their subscriptions, which I think is kind of cool. I never had one, uh, yeah. but uh, the... I have a subscription to Amazon because I went I went in that direction. Nobody cares. But you can listen to all of my stuff on Amazon. And you can listen to whatever you like on Amazon. Quite honestly, it's just like Spotify. I do, I do Apple. You have to pick your streaming service. But yeah. uh, you know, or you could buy the fucking CDs, people, you know, not people just bought, musicians too. If you people bought CDs last night. Oh, they bought hard copies? Yeah. Oh, how many? Uh, I've sold probably 20 in the last two weeks. Really? Three weeks. Yeah. Have you made your money back that you spent buying them? Well, I only got 300 of each printed, so they were yeah. more expensive. So I think they were like five bucks each or three bucks each or something. Or, oh. And I charged 20 bucks because it's an hour of my material. Yeah. Give $20. Yeah, if so you want to download it, it's $10. Um, uh, no. uh, it's nothing. It's and that price hasn't risen in 25 years, right? No, nope. I mean albums were always like at least or they were 9.99, right? That that the, they should be. I mean, if you're gonna go by the inflation, a comedy albums, record album, music, whatever, should be 30. It's bucks, funny. Right? The uh, the youth, like that. the 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 younger uh, audience members will come up and they'll be like, "Can I get a shirt? How much are they?" And I said 20 bucks, and they're like, "Really?" And then they're like on my Venmo app, uh, on my Envo, Venmo sign, like in a yeah. heartbeat. They're like, that's a great deal. And I was like, sure is. And then yeah. we are done talking about that. But that's sure. the whole story. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> shirts have always been around $20, though. They well, they're $35 on my website. And I give a deal if you buy my old albums. <laughs> get this, I'm almost out of uh, my first album, Circus People. I'm mm -hmm. almost out of hard copies mm -hmm. and um, CD baby stopped selling them. Mm -hmm. uh, the hard copies, they had one and they sent me a thing going, Hey, we have too much of your merch in our warehouse. <laughs> it's like, you have one copy and they're like, yeah, can we send it back to you? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's like, Oh, you have to pay for it. It's $4. I was like, okay, do whatever you need to do CD baby. So, I mean, so the first, I, I I can't reprint that one, the hard copies of it, because uh, I got in a fight with the um, with the with the, the the printers. Yes, because they printed they printed bread. That was my fault, the misprint of bread. Mm -hmm. But then when Horcrux came out, they was it Horcrux? Yeah, I think it was Horcrux. Horcrux or Hero, I had to cancel my 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 order with them because they fucked it up so bad, and I was like. Also, give me my master back for CD for uh, circus people, and I think they did, and it's somewhere among my items. And um, but I don't want to find a new place, and 
you know, redo the art because they're in old timey jewel boxes, mm. which means that I have probably a dozen of them with cracked jewel boxes. I have so many of my five minutes to myself and I just, I'm, I'm, as I can fit them in the trash, I throw them away. <laughs> I just want them out and you can't recycle them. It's so, I, I, it's so frustrating. Bring them. They're not, they're like in cardboard, you know, they're not, yeah. but each one is wrapped in plastic. I'm like, this makes me sick to my stomach. I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. They're all CDs. You just bring them on the road and sell them for 10, 20 bucks each. Nah. You don't even like the material anymore. Okay. Fair it's enough. it's fine. It's some of it's fine. Some of it, like I told you on Pandora or whatever, I'm like, before the track, I was like, I put a little <laughs> disclaimer saying, I don't think I'd do this one now. Just so you know, but enjoy. Hope you enjoy my comedy that I don't enjoy anymore. But it's a, it's stuff about my son being Hispanic. And I'm like, oh, that's like my, that's like white lady having a Hispanic son 101 material, in my opinion now. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't like, I don't I wouldn't know. do it. Yeah. But it's weird. You know, like when female comics have babies, we all, we, it's so funny. Cause I heard, you know, some new mothers talking mm-hmm. and, uh, we all kind of go to the same place comedically. Right. Because the experience is kind of the same. Experience is like such a huge what the fuck to somebody who's been like a road comic that Mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, like we all tell this kind of the same 10 jokes at first before you get on your feet and start being your own individual self, you know? Right, right. It's interesting. It's like, it's almost like you can't avoid it. Like, I don't, yeah, there's, there's, there's topics that are that big that everybody tells the same three jokes about and then you have to make it your own you have to figure yeah, out how to make it your own. But yeah like but, just i don't know how many times i've heard including from me uh i uh i have to be quick my baby's in the car some version of that right 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 and in fact i think i was doing a show with lisa landry and i was up after her and she did it and i'm like oh shit okay well i guess i won't <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do it at all because we're all because we're all talking about it. But it's all it's that same. uh, You're you're just thrust in this world of having to take care of something twenty four seven that is so shocking. Both Bill Dwyer and Augie Smith did jokes like that. Yeah, I mean about about babies in the car and kids in the car and stuff. Yeah, it's it's almost it's like your intro joke into a new topic. But we right. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, uh, whatever I, uh, you know, I, I'm slowly, I don't want to sell my CD. I just want it to go away. You don't like money. I don't think, I don't see it as, <laughs> don't you see don't it as another thing to carry. Here's the thing. I'll carry a one pound book because right, I'm like, you're still, you're still happy with the book. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm still yeah, proud yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I not if I reread either of them, I'd be like, ugh, you know, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to ever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because you need to make some merch money because it's it's entirely lunch money. It's tipping money. It's, it's tipping money. It's, it's cab money. It's, you know, it's, yes. it's extraneous li- being alive on the road money. Yeah. So, um, I would like to go to lunch. I would like to tip somebody. I would like to take a cab. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it is not the income. Let's go away. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.